Bava Metziah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah 1-5. Now we're going to talk about the status of, of various specific types of people and them finding objects and who gets to keep them. So the first cases are Metzias, Bano, Uvito, Akatanim. If one's children find an object. So let's just take these separately because really they should be treated totally separately. First is Bano, a person's son. So when it says Bano, Akatanim, one's you know young young boys, it doesn't mean katan in the usual sense of not yet bar mitzvah. It means that the child is still what's called somech al shulchan aviv. He still relies on his father to provide him with food. The idea here is that really there's no reason why a child should be able to acquire on his behalf, but the rabbis got involved and said, listen, if this child is dependent upon his father for food, whether he's you know nine years old or 19 years old, if the father says, you know, sees that he found $50 belonging in the wind and he's keeping it for himself, Father will say, what in the world's going on over here? I, I need the money to part of the family budget to pay for your food. And the father will be upset at the child. And then because of that, generate what's called Ava, animosity. And, you know, he'll kick the kid out the house or something like that. It won't feed him. And that's not good. So therefore, the rabbi said, listen, so long as you're dependent upon your father's table, so to speak, he's providing the food. If you find something, Medirabon, it should go to him. Okay, and it's nothing to do with age per se. It's applicable whether the person, meaning, if the person is not so much if he's like left home at 11 years old and he's living on his own, so then what he finds he can keep, doesn't give it to his father. Okay, whereas, yeah. As far as Bito goes, his daughter, so um, there are those who it's really the same thing, and it's, it seems like a machlokas in the Roshonim, and even the Bartanura elsewhere suggests that it's because of Ava, because they don't want the father to get mad at the daughter, if she's young and living in his house, and therefore what she finds should go to him. However, many other Rishonim, and the Bartanura here in our Mishnah, says it's something else entirely. It's learned out from a Pasuk, the Pasuk um, in Matos, that says, She is still in her father's home in her Na'aris years, meaning until she's 12 and a half, I'll call it, um, meaning six months after Bat Mitzvah, let's say. She still is like in her father's home, domain, and he has authority over her in certain respects. For example, he can marry her off, except in condition on her behalf. He can annul her vows when he hears about them. And since he has like this kind of significant level of control over her, so it seems that on a Dorais level, according to many Rishonim, he also would have rights for things that she finds, and that for it should go to the father on a Doraisa level. Okay, so a bit of a locus for the Doraisa Dorabanan that he gets, and the difference besides being Doraisa Dorabanan is that um, if we learn that it's because of Ava, so then it would just really be the same as the brother. It doesn't matter how old she is, really, it depends on if she's still dependent on the father. Whereas if it's the Doraisa thing, we say, listen, until 12 and a half, it goes to the father regardless of whether or not um, she's so Mechel Shulchanavev, whether or not her father's still providing for her. Okay, now, um, the Shulchan Aruch passing, by the way, that it's, that it's like a Doraisa, 12 and a half, it's anything until 12 and a half goes to the father. Okay, um, next, if you have Metzias Avdo V'Shivchaso Kananim, if the person owns slaves, these are not Jewish people, these are slaves that essentially, you know, that are that start out being not Jewish, whatever the story is, so uh, whether it's an Evid, which is a male slave, or a Shivcha, female slave, Kananim, meaning they're not Jewish, so those people, whatever they are, the quasi-Jew, so they don't have their own um, property rights. They're considered to be property of the owner, and therefore whatever they would find, whatever they would have, would automatically pass through to their owner. So if they find something, it just automatically becomes the property of the owner. Mitzias ishto, also if one's wife finds something, similarly, hare elu he gets to keep it, what his wife finds. Now, the reason why a woman who's married and finds something, it goes to her husband, is kind of similar to the children. The idea is 
mipne eva, which is since the husband is providing for her, uh, the concern is that you know he will be essentially um, upset at her. For he, you know, she, he's working hard to provide for her. She finds fifty dollars blowing in the wind. She goes and buys herself a new earrings, and he says, "You know what the world's going on over here." And then he, he becomes resentful, and they start fighting over things. Since we don't want fighting, the rabbis were masaka, and they made it to kind of that a woman who finds something, they should also go to the husband, to be part of the family's, you know, the family's budget, etc. Um, so that's the first part of the Mishnah. Now, Metzias Beno Uvito Hagadolim. In contrast, if you have a boy who is a gadol, in this context, again, meaning that he is no longer he is independent financially, or Bito Agadola, a girl who's, let's say, Lahalacha, is older than 12 and a half, then she gets, they get to keep what they find. If we're talking about a servant who's a Jewish servant who finds something as opposed to a Evid Kanani, a slave, um, so the cases, they really, again, let's take them separately, the boy is a person, if it's a male, Evid, Ivri, means it's a, it's a, it's a man, past bar mitzvah, um, who got into financial trouble. Either he simply you know, can't afford to support himself enough, he's so desperate he sells himself to servitude, um, or if he steals something and he can't pay it back, including the cave or whatever it is, if he can't pay it back what he stole, then he, the Bezdin will sell him into servitude to, to, um, pay for his, you know, the kind of debtor's prison. In both those cases, um, the sale is for six years at a cap at the most. Um, nothing to do with Shemitah, but it would actually, if Yovel can really, it would go free. So the point is, um, they like are in servitude, but these are servants that their persons aren't owned, just their time is owned. And that being the case, they're still like full legal um, Jews with regular property rights. And that being the case, if an Evid, can, Evid uh, Ivri finds something, it's his, he gets to keep it, doesn't go to his owner. His owner doesn't own him. It's just an employer, really, not an owner at all. Um, as far as the 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 female, the Amma Evriya, here it's called the Shivcha, interestingly enough, and it's usually Amma Evriya, the Jewish servant girl. So the story here is that we have a girl who's before bat mitzvah, and her father essentially couldn't afford to keep her, so he sold her to this family, hoping that either the person who you know took her in as the servant would marry her, um, or his son would marry her. And that being the case, um, she's working as like a child, if you will, for this family. So really, the person who's like, I'll call her employer, doesn't own her. So she finds him, it wouldn't go to him. Um, but worth noting, the Pasha says it wouldn't go to him. But the Gemara says, well, it would go to her father, because her father, this is the biggest proof, really, that it's a Doraisa, and it's about being 12 and a half regardless. Um, her, her father gets to own it. So what she finds goes to her father, and nothing to do with Ema. A- Ava, I should say, nothing to do with um, Ava, uh, you know, animosity, because anyway, she doesn't live at home anymore. She's not so much on the shulchan of her father, she's so much on the shulchan of her quote, employer. So that's a good rhyme for that. In any case, the point is, um, they they um, they get to keep it, although in the case of the girl, if she's, a, she's in every Jewish servant girl is not yet bar mitzvah, they're all not yet old enough, so to go to her father, but the point is not to her employer. Okay, Metzias Ishto Shegersha. Literally, that means um, the thing which someone's wife, who he divorced, and she after she, she's the divorcee who finds it, uh, but that would go without saying because obviously she divorces her own person. Of course, she gets to keep what she finds. But here it says Afopishlo Nasan Ksubasa. Even though he hasn't paid her Ksuba, her Elushalan, she, the woman who finds it, can keep it. So the case is like this: says the Gemara. 
if we have a case of a Suffolk divorce, a dubious divorce, for example, they're standing in the Rishos Arab, he throws the get to her, we're not sure if it ended up being closer to him or closer to her. Something, a weird case like that. So the point is, we're not sure if she's divorced. That being the case, he is still obligated, under the conditions of the Ksuba, um, to provide for her, her mazonos, you know, her, her, to provide for her living expenses until she's properly divorced. So the point is, this guy who hasn't paid off his Ksuba, meaning he's still, he's still obliged under the Ksuba, uh, to provide for her, still, if she finds something, she gets to keep it. It doesn't go to him. So meaning the, the, the Chiddush here is, even though he has to provide for her, so she's, so to speak, she's still depending on him financially, but if she finds something, she doesn't give it to him. Why not? Because the whole reason the rabbi said if the wife finds something, she should give it to her husband is because we don't want them to fight. But this woman anyways is getting divorced. That ship has sailed. They're going to fight no matter what. There's no love there anymore. And that being the case... She can keep it for herself because we're not with no hope of you know um, her giving it to the husband to make things better. So the words literally afopishlo nas and ksubasa, even though he didn't give her ksuba, um, doesn't mean that literally. What it what it means more is that um, even though he still has the obligations of the conditions of his ksuba that haven't been settled because he hasn't formally divorced her necessarily, still she can keep what she finds.